Welcome to episode 35 of Conversational Pace, a podcast for ordinary runners. I'm Jim Atkins, and Chris is not with me today. This is going to be a mini kind of solo episode. Chris has got way more important things going on, so I'm just going to give you guys a mini episode. Um, Definitely wanted to give you guys some content this week. I know it's been kind of hit or miss with release dates lately. Chris and I have had a lot going on in our personal lives, so still trying to get the podcast out and get you some content, but it's a struggle lately to say the least. So on today's episode, I just wanted to discuss the importance of kind of a work-life balance when it comes to running. And I know that's kind of a, a crazy thing to say, but um, there are times in our lives when running can kind of overtake things that are more important and almost become like an obsession. So I just have some, you know, brief thoughts on that and kind of a list of things to look out for as it goes into running. Definitely keep an eye out for these things as you begin running and getting more serious about it. Or if you are a runner that does it super frequently and it's just kind of taking up more and more of your time and maybe you're kind of wondering if this is something you want to pursue because it is a big time commitment and a lot of people can struggle with that. So hobbies can turn into obsessions pretty quickly. And at the end of the day, there's always something more important out there. You can't replace your family and your friends and that invaluable time you have with these people to go running constantly. So this is just a few trips. It's a little bit of a downer episode. I know I'm sorry, but uh, I think this is good advice for anyone. Um, Cause I have found myself doing these things. So I'll start it off here. Just kind of something to, to look at. So if you're kind of worried about the, what things that you should look for, if you think maybe you're getting a little obsessive about running or maybe it's taking off too much of your life. These are just things that I found uh, while researching this that you can kind of look out for. So basically sometimes it'll become a time imbalance where basically you're dedicating the majority or too much of your time to a hobby. Uh, and when I say hobby, it's going to be running from here on out, but this can kind of apply to anything if you're doing a triathlon or, you know, even outside of exercise. So just things to look out for. Uh, number one is just skipping important family events to spend time on your running or training. This is a big one for a lot of people. I know we all joke about having to go to bed early on Friday nights and skip, you know, the, the, the fun Friday night out because of it. But uh, this is a real thing. If you're skipping people's weddings and life-changing events just to go for your long run the next day, it might be time to kind of look at this and you know, it's not every time you obviously have to make that choice and you're going to sacrifice when you're a runner. But if it's all the time and you're really starting to become obsessive about it, I would definitely maybe take a break back. Another one to look at is if you're using sick days and personal time from work so you can do more running. <laughs> this is another weird one because I know we've all taken vacation time to go on a trip and do, you know, a race or not all of us, but a lot of us have. So this is another thing to look out for. I think this is more of like, you know, Monday, you just have to go for a run and you just got to go for all these miles. So you just call off sick. You know, I would definitely consider that maybe a little bit of an obsessive behavior. So just another thing to look out for, um, missing sleep. I know this can be due to a muscle soreness, but this can also contribute to kind of an obsessive behavior. If you're constantly thinking about running or you can't sleep because you got this big, you know, training run coming up and you're really nervous about it or really excited or whatever it may be probably not the healthiest mentality to be in about something that realistically is, you know, just a small part of your life. Neglecting basic responsibilities. We've all had to ask our partners to, you know, cover for us when it comes to, you know, meals and and shopping and whatnot. But if this is a a routine thing, that's another thing to look out for that uh, maybe running is taking over your life. And then if you're not spending any time with friends or family due to running, it's another thing to look out for. You know, obviously 
a lot of us have running groups and we have friends within those running groups. If you're not spending any time with your friends who don't run and, you know, family members who aren't interested in your running, that might be a warning sign to kind of reevaluate your running and your, your priorities in life irritability or being anxious about your, you know, not being able to run or when you're not running. Um, another thing that's kind of a warning sign that maybe you're taking this a little too seriously and you need to step back. If you're constantly declining invitations, we already covered this, missing deadlines at work. If you're not doing any chores around the house, or if you're just isolating yourself um, from your friends and family who don't run, that's another couple of things that you might want to look out for just because these are these are really going to negatively impact your life, obviously. So these are some tips just to kind of set some boundaries when it comes to, you know, running. I would set limits per month, per week, per day for running, basically. And I would I would apply that to all things running as far as like running itself, looking at races, shopping for shoes, gear, um, listening to awesome running podcast, just things in general. Um you need time away from that and you need to be able to isolate your time and not make it that it's just, Oh, I'm not running, but I'm thinking about running. I'm talking about running. I'm listening to running. Make sure that's uh, looking at what's necessary for running and not everything. You know, uh, you get a lot of targeted ads as we talked about in the past on social media for weird running gear. A lot of those things are nice to have. Kind of just think about like, what do I really need to do this and do it like well and comfortably and what is kind of just luxury, maybe a weird item I don't need. Also, I mean, if you wanted to save some money too and still continue running, obviously, sales, discounts, Black Friday's coming up. A lot of good deals are going to be out there. But I would also make sure you stick to your budget that's predetermined because you don't want to go crazy buying yourself stuff for running because there's a lot of good sales out there. I know there's going to be a lot of good sales. And it's going to be hard to say no to a lot of those things because I'm already struggling because I'm getting early Black Friday deals. But I I understand, you know, this is only a small part of my life and I can't dedicate 90% of my time and budget to that. So there's also, you know, maybe find ways to take shortcuts on things, buy cheaper versions of things maybe you're not going to use as frequently. In my job, I would often buy tools that I knew I was only going to use once or twice from Harbor Freight. It's not as good quality as if I went to, you know, Snap-on or Matco or something like that. Um, or even Home Depot for that matter, but it was economical because I'm not going to use this as frequently. And a lot of that can apply to running gear that you might only use for a race or, you know, one, once or twice a year because it's a seasonal item or it doesn't apply and you're only doing, you know, this type of run or this type of activity once in a great while. Uh, maybe if you're buying a bike to cross train, you don't have to go and get, you know, a $2,500 carbon frame. You can stick with something, maybe $500 or less, you know, get a, a nice bike, but not something crazy. And also avoid impulse buying. It's going to be really hard to do that uh, with all these prices going so low, but just be sure to kind of be conscious of that and what you're spending. Some other signs to look for as far as obsession goes. If you're finding any way to talk about running and steer your conversation towards running, I know this is a big joke on the internet, but if you can't go a day at work without trying to tell somebody you ran, you know, a marathon or you got a race coming up this weekend. And I'm not saying it's bad to talk about those things, but if that's all you talk about, I think it's time to maybe look at that and see, am I becoming kind of obsessive about my running? Another thing to look for, uh, I've gotten this a lot lately is if you go on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, things like that. And the only kind of videos you're getting are specifically running related. I know the algorithm has a great way of figuring us out. 
and knowing that what we like. But if that's the only thing you're getting, if you're scrolling and it's just running, 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 it might be time to kind of diversify your time, <laughs> especially if your social media is picking up on those cues. If other people are afraid to talk to you or don't want to talk to you about your, your running, maybe it's a, a, a bit too much, you know, um, people start avoiding you altogether because they don't want to talk to you because you can't be spoken to without talk, bringing up running, you know, obviously that's going to be kind of a cue to maybe take a look in the mirror and see if we're a little obsessive about what we do. And then, you know, if you have kind of a visceral reaction because somebody doesn't want to talk to you about running or doesn't show interest or doesn't have the same passion about you, uh, about it than you do also kind of another red flag that maybe it's time to, uh, take a step back for a few minutes and reevaluate everything. The reason running and any kind of activity that you kind of enjoy can really be addicting is because it releases dopamine, obviously. I mean, we've all felt that dopamine rush, you know, that serotonin we get after we finish a run. You know, during the run, it's not the greatest thing in the world usually. Unless you get that runner's high, then, you know, I haven't gotten it, but other people have, and they say it's great, so I can't speak to that personally. But after a run, I always feel great and I'm super pumped and ready to take on the world. That's why these things kind of set in and become addicting. And it's hard to break that habit or not let it overcome your entire life. Other things to look for is if you're always trying to excel, you're always trying to master something, especially something like running, where it's never truly mastered, especially for a casual runner like most of us are, where we really enjoy it. We do it as much as we can, but... At the same time, we're not pro-level athletes where we can just dedicate all of our time to training, recovering, and every little extra activity that goes with running, like weightlifting and cross-training and all those things. Um, we can't lock in our nutrition perfect because we all have jobs and families and outside activities that, you know, sometimes you just got to grab something on the go and you can't have that perfect, you know, meal with all the spot-on macros you need to fuel yourself. And... The last thing to kind of look at is, are you using running to kind of fill an emotional void in your life? Like, is this something that is filling a, a void that maybe needs something else that isn't running? Is it something that's missing in your life? Is it something emotional? And then at the same time, is the emotional returns from running, are they diminishing? Are you, are you feeling less and less good? And is it contributing positively to your emotions, to your emotional state? So I would definitely look into that as well because a lot of times, you know, we go on social media platforms and we just see like the pros do it and we see record broken and we really want to be part of that. And we really look up to those people, but at the same time, you know, those are, like I, I mentioned before, special athletes that have lots more time to dedicate to this, uh, than an, an average runner. So realistically, we just need to set some boundaries find a balance to get rid of this obsession that we may be entering into with the running. And I have found myself totally guilty of this. Um, I think when I went from a mar uh, half marathon to a marathon distance, it kind of overtook my entire life. And I really became focused on getting that marathon distance because I had to prove it to myself that I could do it. And maybe that wasn't the right reason to do it. It was a good driving force at the time, but I think it probably wasn't the healthiest way to go about things just because I did become obsessive with it. So if you can, here's some, you know, ways to maybe make it so it's more fun still and you still enjoy it instead of becoming an obsession, something you have to do and something that's contributing to your life in a negative way instead of the positive way it's supposed to. 
one way is to set time limits for your running. Um, you can do this on a weekly basis and just kind of, okay, this is my mileage for the week, or this is what I'm planning to do. It shouldn't take me more than this and just kind of limit it that. And I would include, like I said before, other things like checking Strava and recovery and maybe things that aren't running related, but they're contributing to your running success, like weightlifting, cross training. You know, I said it before, but these things kind of are ancillary to running, but they're still technically part of, you know, the whole running experience and training for running. So I would include those things as well and kind of put those in your time budget. I would, as I mentioned before, create a budget monetarily for expenses that are going to come up for running. Maybe monthly set a budget of, I can spend this much on gear shoes and race registrations or traveling for running or whatever it is, just so you're making sure that you're not letting those things get out of control. Another way to kind of break that obsession is kind of remind yourself why you started running. Nobody starts running because they want to break the world record in a, in a marathon. I mean, most people don't. That's not a realistic goal for most of us. So just remember why you did it. It was to have fun. It was to get healthy and kind of clear your mind, have a good headspace, whatever it may have been. Those are things to keep in the back of your mind and just make sure you remember those because that's the most important thing about your running journey. This is for you and it's supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be this thing that you're obsessed with. I would uh, also, you know, try to make sure you're not checking things like Strava or Instagram or whatever you do to look at running related materials while you're at work or at like a family function or a social event of any kind. You're kind of withdrawing and going back into that, you know, running space again, even though you're at a social event or with friends that maybe don't run, you're retreating back into that running mentality. So, and then it's always good to pick up, you know, extra activities. If uh, you have time in your life to do other things, maybe find another thing that you enjoy doing and start divesting some of your time from running and investing it in that other activity. Anything, you know, that you like at all reading, you know, painting, anything non-physically even, you know, I, I enjoy playing chess every once in a while. I've tried to get, make that more of a habit just so I can do something that's not so physically demanding. And it's another hobby that can't be mastered really because chess is such a complex game and there's always going to be somebody that's better than you. So it's another fun activity, but it's hard not to let running overtake that or talk about running. You know, I've been guilty of that. I've gone to chess clubs before and I've decked out my running gear and then I have to brag about what I did, you know, running wise. It's natural to want to do that, but maybe not necessary constantly. And if you're not sure, like maybe am I obsessed with running or not? It's always good to ask friends, family, maybe a third party. Hey, is it weird? Like how much I talk about running or am I like annoying people? And most people give you an honest feedback about, you know, no, you're cool. It's, you know, I, you, you bring it up once in a while, but it's not that bad or you're not annoying with it. Like, you know, whatever. But it's important to, you know, kind of reflect. And sometimes we can't always notice it ourselves, but other people can notice it in us. So it's definitely important to keep those factors in mind and, and ask around to do some reflection on it. Um, and if it really becomes obsessive, it's always good to take a break from things. Even if you're, you don't think you're obsessed, you might want to take a break and just see how you feel. And it helps to kind of reset you emotionally and physically. You can do other things in that time. I know I took a break recently of a week and it was really great to stop and like recharge and kind of get away from running. I still went for walks. I still did other things, but I was also able to do a lot of other things in that found time 
that I hadn't been able to do recently and do some extra chores and kind of reset my whole mind and spend some time with other friends that don't run because I had extra hours in the day that I usually spent on runs. So it was a really nice reset and recharge. That being said, it does take a little bit of time with running to kind of get in that headspace that you're okay with a break because we do lose our cardio so quickly. It is hard to step away and be okay with that. So I would definitely look into taking a break and trying to be okay with that because as runners, we have such a mentality that you have to keep going because if you're not running, you're going to, you're going to start to lose your, your very hard earned gains. So it's definitely something to think about and maybe plan a time of the year where you think that would be good, where you don't have any races coming up. You're kind of at a lull in your training block and you're just running to kind of maintain be a perfect time to stop or even after a big race and you need to recover would be a great time to kind of disconnect. I don't like that as much just because there's a lot of, you know, metal Mondays and talking about the race. And I think you're not fully disengaged at that point because you're still on that high from that event and you want to brag about it, which is only natural. And obviously if, if running is ruining your life, ruining your life, um, if, and you can't stop or stop talking about it or be a normal human being, I would definitely seek help from a therapist or counselor or something. Just see, maybe there's something that you can't re- you can't identify personally, but maybe they can help you identify, you know, especially if you can't identify it and you asked her on and nobody's telling you, you know, that you're obsessive about it, but you feel you are, I would definitely get some professional opinions on that because you don't want this thing that you love to turn into a negative in your life. And that's really all I had on that. So I'm not going to kind of drone on monotone without Chris for that much longer. So I just want to make sure you guys had something. Holidays are coming up, so it's getting stressful. And I know, you know, everybody wants to talk at the Thanksgiving table about their (laughs) different things. And it's only natural for somebody to go, oh, hey, aren't you still running all those marathons or all those miles or doing all that running? So it's human nature to want to talk about what you're interested in, but it's a fine line to walk about when we're spending too much time on something and skipping more important things. Final thought here is just kind of make sure you're not skipping time with friends and families and loved ones because your family is going to be there long after you can't run anymore. Or if something happened and you gave up running because you got injured or you just fell out of love with sport, your family and your friends are still going to be there for you and running might not be. So definitely don't take advantage of that limited time on earth that we have because you're obsessed with something or you feel like this is the entirety of your personality. So uh, with that, I will wrap this podcast up with our social media. Please email us at conversationalpacepod at gmail.com. Our Instagram is conversationalpacepod. Our Facebook is conversationalpacepodcast. Threads is conversationalpacepod. Twitter, cpacepod. TikTok is conversationalpace. YouTube is Conversational Pace Pod. Please rate and review us um, anywhere you listen to the podcast. It does go a long way of helping other people find the podcast. And if you wanted to recommend to a friend or family member that does run within that daily time limit, like we discussed. And then uh, with that, I just wanted to let Chris know that we're all here for him. We love him. And uh, yeah, later.